Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic of discussion is, look where he brought you from. So, as I like to start each and every episode, I first and foremost want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. I want to thank you for, you know, taking the time out of your schedule and listening, man, because, you know, like I said, and I say it, continue to say it, it's truly been a blessing to... um be on such a platform, you know, podcasts is something that people within the last decade, you know, are really, really chiming into and listening to. And it's also become a a, a way for um, different, I guess, well, one of the ways I know for, for myself is um, like churches, you know, like one church that I listen to that has a podcast is Transformation Church. You know, then you also have Tony Evans. Bishop T.D. Jakes and different various other preachers and ministries who have podcasts. Um, And it's just another way to get God's word out there. And not only that, you know, I'm not a preacher or anything like that. I don't have, you know, no certification, but I do believe in God. I do my best to live a life that is fulfilling to Christ. And, you know, it's a way for us to be inspirational to others through the word of God. And that's what m- one of my many goals is to do here on this podcast. You know, I try to talk about topics that I feel are, are relatable to you all. And once again, I leave my email down in the p- description of each podcast episode. So if you want any, um, excuse me, if you want anything talked about, that you know you would like talked about on on the podcast shoot me an email with the with the type excuse me with the subject saying topic of discussion and i'll do my best to get that out there um unless in there is something that interferes where i necessarily need to do a different podcast other than what you have listed um this particular topic of discussion or topic came to me man i mean literally in the middle of the night i was asleep or trying to go to sleep and um i had needed i had needed to um do my notes and so before i had laid down and put my phone on the charger it came to me that you know, this is the topic right here. <laughs> Look where he's brought you from. And part of it came from, I believe, you know, we recently just celebrated or we recently, um, Thanksgiving just recently passed. And so I'm reminded of where God has brought not only me, but us as a people, you know, um, us as black people, 
us as a people in the United States of America, us as men, us as believers, you know, um, so every from every facet and walk of life, God has brought each and every one of us from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. And no matter where you are in your walk in life or in your life journey, you can I'm reminded and, and I, I say reminded because I have to remind myself, you know, of, of these things to stay focused and not lose sight or not get in a place of being forgetful. Because when we come when we when we get to a place or when I get to a place or 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 there comes this this forgetfulness then there there does leave room for you know not being thankful or you know not being reminded of what God has done for you you know so daily I'm reminded by the grace of God that we're still here that I'm still here you know in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of life circumstances in the midst of everything that we've been through within the last how old you are of your life that you're still here that you if you are still alive and breathing that it's not by happenstance it's because God has a purpose and a plan for your life and you know earlier on today one of the things that we were in our youth ministry and one of our youth leaders had mentioned about time and it wasn't I took it I I mean I know he was speaking to the youth but as well he was speaking to us as well as other youth leaders and and volunteers and, and as adults in the room and one thing and I've said it before on on the podcast here we don't know how much time we have you have so much time in a day but you don't know where in that day or any of the upcoming days that your number may be called that God may uh, crack the sky none of us know and one thing that I desire is to be pleasing to God and to do everything that he put me here in the earth to do with the time that he has blessed me with because I'm not on my time I'm on borrowed time and so are you I'm on God's time so when he calls my number, there's nothing that I can do. The only thing that I can hope and pray is that, one, I'm in right standards with God. And two, that I've done everything that he put me here to do. Because I don't want to get before his face, get before judgment. And he say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I knew you. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I, I knew you not. Those are words I don't I do not want to hear. I don't want anybody to have to hear that because God came, you know, Jesus came. He said that he came that we might have life and life more abundantly. He came into the world to fulfill the law. He came so that we could have life. He didn't he didn't create hell so that. You know, as a, a scare or a tactic to get you to, to serve him. No. We are the only 
creatures or 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 creation that was created that has a free will. If you look around in in the world, you look at Mother Nature, you look at the trees, you look at the season, how everything moves and operates. You look at the planets, you look at the stars, you look at the clouds, you you look at all these different things. You look at the the you know uh, uh, um, the wildlife. You know you look at cats and dogs and lions and tigers and all these different you know animals that he created. None of them have a free will. Lions, for a prime example, they hunt, they kill. All of these animals, they they have there is a way of life for them that they they're not ain't no second nature or not. That's just their nature. That's what it is. They don't have a free will on say or okay. Well, I'm I'm no. That's what they have to do. But we, however, as human beings that God created, He created us in His image and His likeness, that we are beautifully and wonderfully made in that image and likeness, that. He gives us free will and choice to say, am I going to serve God or am I going to serve mammon? And to me, and I'm not trying to add or take away from the word of God, but I I believe in that saying it is it is talking about specifically to my understanding and uh, um, knowledge. <laughs> talking about God is to serve God or money, but also in that. When it comes to God, he said that I'm a jealous God. I will have no other gods before me. So we either serve God or we serve a, another God, lowercase g. That could be yourself. That could be um, your job. It could be whatever whatever you put before God, that's your God, lowercase g. And I say lowercase g because when you capitalize g, there is only one God. And so we just have to, you know, make up in our minds that we're going to serve God. I don't know why I'm, I'm going this route, but once again, you know, looking where God has brought us from, looking where, where he brought us from, you know, many of us aren't where we used to be, you know, spiritually, naturally. Financially, some of us aren't working at the jobs that we used to work at four, five, ten years ago. You know, some of us aren't driving the same vehicle that we drove. Some of us are driving ten times or better the vehicle that we used to drive or, you know, housewise living in a much better neighborhood than we used to live in. And these are just some some small, minute things and examples of what God has brought us from. But one of the most important things is that, you know, to reflect and look at where he brought you from, from your old man and your old nature. I myself, <clears throat> and this is, I'm being transparent right now, you know, and it's one thing I'm working on. And sometimes I feel like there, there's, there's a space and a time to not be as transparent. But with you all as my listeners, I believe that it's important that I be transparent um, to, to a degree to be able to help somebody else, not only to help myself deal with what I'm dealing with, but 
to help somebody else. And when I say deal with what I'm dealing with, I'm talking about dealing with me. And so I'm not a perfect man at all. You know, many of us, you know, we, as we know, we all have flaws. We all have shortcomings. And one of the things that I wrestle with is my anger. You know, anger is a feeling. It's, I don't know if this, it is a feeling and an emotion. I don't know if I'm saying it wrong, but it's, it's one or two or, or both. And that's something that I must work out within myself and allow God to help me with, you know, now looking back where he brought me from with it, you know, I'm not where I used to be um, to a degree, but if we don't, or excuse me, if I don't get a handle on it, I won't grow from that, that particular area of my life. And it will cause me to be a hindrance to others and cause me not to be an example, you know, to my family, to my boys, to, to my children, to others in my community. And I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. And I'm reminded of a scripture that says, be slow slow to speak and quick to hear and it also says and I believe and forgive me if I'm wrong but in that same scripture it also speaks about being slow to anger and a lot of times we read scripture and we read scripture in part or partially and we don't read the, the scripture entirely and we sometimes miss the context of what the scripture is truly saying and um, sometimes, and I'm guilty of it, we take the scripture and we take out the part that we want to, you know, adhere for ourselves or, but we have to read it in its entirety and take it for what it is. You know, Jonathan McReynolds has a song, um, no gray, you know, you look at the Bible, it's either black or white, you know, there is no, there are no gray areas in the word of God, there's no gray in there. It's all, it's either black or white. You, you want to, it's, it's this way or that way. And, um, so I'm working on that. Uh, I'm working on that. And, um, y'all forgive me. I, I just kind of, I'm, I'm going through, um, not necessarily, I have notes here, but this 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 particular topic is just like a time of reflection. I know we had an episode a while back talking about a time of reflection. This is just a time of reflection, even though the title is look where he brought you from. It is a reflection, you know, because if you look back, you know, where you came from, whether that's literally or spiritually or whatever, like we said, you know, um, but don't don't look back too long because then you wind up going back. Um, I got some scriptures here and one of the one of the scriptures or one of the particular areas in the Bible that 
came to me when I thought about look where he brought us from was the children of Israel, you know, and and we know some many of us are familiar with Exodus. And this was the time in where God's people was brought were brought out of Egypt. And so with that being said, Exodus means a mass departure of people especially immigrants now forgive me if i said that wrong but it's spelled e-m-i-g-r-a-n-t-s i don't i and i'm just saying like that because i want to make sure that i'm giving you the correct pronunciation of the word but um yeah so a mass departure of people especially immigrants so and the the Example that it gives it says the annual exodus of sun seeking Canadians to the, to Florida. So exit and as well as we know it means to exit to leave from from somewhere. <clears throat> brought there I want I wanted to give this definition to you. It says brought means to brought means you carried someone or something to a place. If you look where you are right now in your life, you didn't get there by yourself. God brought you to where you are. He carried you. You know, I'm reminded of the, um, there was a plaque that my grandmother had when I was coming up in her, her home on, on where we, where she stayed on on homes on the north side of Flint <laughs> and um, the plaque was the footprints the footprints many of us are familiar with the footprints um, saying or uh, scripture or quote or what have you and I saw that plaque many years of my, my younger days and this to me goes um, in line with, with what we're talking about tonight and it said that when you see two when you see ah y'all forgive me when you see the two when you see two feet you know there were there were four and I I believe it was four but when you see two when you only see the two those were the times that I was carrying you. And more than more than 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 what we believe, I believe and this is me as well, you know, there was two two footprints more than the other. Cause God brought you. He carried you. He carried you through the storm. He carried you through every situation, every circumstance, every trial, no matter what it was, he brought you through it. You know, um, and he brought you to a better place. He said that he would never leave us nor forsake us, that he would be with us even, even until the ends of the earth. So he's right there every single time we fall, every single time we mess up. He's right there with his arms wide open. 
you know, I remember one time, um, good friend of mine, Davion Nelson, um, we were on we were on a soccer team together, seniors in high school, and we were playing against Central High School. And um, there was a particular play, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I was on the field. I can't remember. I might not have been on the field this particular um, possession um, as we were playing soccer, like I said. And my friend Davion went to go score, you know, score a goal, and the goalkeeper came out, and when he came out, he slid into my friend, and and Davion was injured, you know, it, he, because the way that he slid, it kind of undercut him in a way, you know, um, that was unnecessary in my eyes, so immediately, myself and uh, one other teammate, we came onto the field and we carried him off the field because he couldn't, you know, walk off the field on his on him on his own, you know. Um, and I just use that as an example because there might be someone that's hurting physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, but I just want to encourage you in this moment right here to tell you that God is going to carry you through it. He's going to bring you out on the other side. You know, many times, um, y'all forgive me because I done went too long, too long into this episode without giving y'all any scripture, like from, from my notes. So that's what we're going to do right now. Um, so the first scripture that I have here comes from Exodus 3 and 8, and it reads, So I have come down to deliver the, to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the, that land to a, to a good and spacious land, to a land flown with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Exodus 3 and 10. Therefore come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. So this is around the time that, you know, God had selected and chose Moses to be um, used by God to deliver the children of Israel to deliver the people out of Egypt, out of slavery, you know. Um, many of us, and I and I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's true. Many of us are still yet slaves to sin. Whatever that sin may be, for you or for me or whoever, God is bringing you out of it. But the choice is ours to remain up out of it. Because like the children of Israel, you know, when they got brought out of Israel, they was out there in the wilderness, you know, for longer than what they were, they were supposed to be. But because they kept on complaining and all this stuff, they, they wound up out there for 40 years. What was supposed to take them a shorter period of time took them longer, you know. 
and they were complaining and different things were going on as they were out there in the wilderness. And same way, like I said, with sin, you know, we have to be mi- be mindful and be careful to not fall back into a place of going back to it. Because they were like, man, we out here and this, that, and the third, and I'd rather be back in, is you know, in, in Egypt and sl- this, like, really? And mind you, as many of us are familiar that God, during the time that they were out in, in the wilderness, he provided for them. He provided, you know, cloud by day and a fire by night so that they could get to where they needed to get to. He also provided manna from heaven so that they could eat, have food to eat. You know, I don't ever want to get to a place in my life where I'm not grateful, that I'm not thankful, that um, I don't ever want to get to a place where I become forgetful of what God has done for me. You know, do I, I desire to have more things in life? Yes, I do. I desire to be a millionaire one day. I desire to be able to do whatever it is that my family needs and wants. I desire to do that. You know, and nevertheless, I'm not going to get to a place of being ungrateful for what he has done and what he allows me to do. So we just have to continue moving forward and forever being mindful of where God has brought us from. Says when Pharaoh does not listen to you, and this is Exodus seven and four, he says, when Pharaoh does not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts, my people, the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt by great judgments. And, you know, there were plagues that came upon um, Egypt and we know Pharaoh, he actually got God hardened Pharaoh's heart. You know, I know a lot of people are like, well, why, why would God do such a thing like that? But you look at it. God allowed that allowed and made Pharaoh's heart to be hardened I believe for for people to truly see what God is capable of doing and to see where you know Moses faith was and the people of, of, of Israel their faith you know and so um because God he's God he can do whatever he want to do you know, and um, those plagues came. And as we know, the last plague, which was the most. Um, the worst plague of them was the, you know, that when death came through the land, you know, that night he told the the very, you know, the, the people in Israel, he told them to uh, um, the Israelites to take y'all forgive me the blood of a lamb and to, you know, shear it, to smear it on the post of the door. And that when the, when the spirit came, when the, when it came through that it was, you know, going to go past the house. And you, you know, many of us have seen, um, Prince of Egypt and those are good visuals for us to be able to see how it took place, um, during that time. And in which we know Pharaoh lost his his son, 
So, um, yeah, he, he brought us a mighty long way, man. Exodus 7 and 5. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from the midst, from their midst. Exodus 12 and 17. You shall also observe the feast of, of unleavened bread, for on this very day I brought your host out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day throughout your generations as a permanent ordinance. Exodus 12 and 51. And on that same day, the Lord brought the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. Exodus 13 and 9. And it shall serve as a sign to you on your hand and as a reminder on your forehead that the law of the land of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a powerful hand, the Lord brought you out of Egypt. You know, man, God, he performs miracles. He performs in a way that I can never we can never repay him. And the things that he asks of us, depending on where you are in your faith or your level of faith, because every man there is given a measure of faith. Um, you will either he it, he doesn't ask it. It may seem much. It might seem like a lot, depending on your level of faith. But some of the things that he asks of us are not much. It just takes uh, uh, the ability to be consistently obedient to the will of God and the voice of God. And taking time to spend with him. You know... There were certain points in my life where um, I really was getting before God, you know, and it wasn't necessarily consistently, and I'm just being honest, but it was to a point to where I felt his presence and I felt things going in such a way. But the moment I got away from certain things is when things went south. So in the midst of looking where he has brought you from, sometimes you have to sit back and reflect at what what you used to do. Not saying that you have to go back and do the same thing because God does take you to new levels. And as you go to a new level, you're going to be tried. You're going to be tested. And it's up to us to go to that next level and to continue to pursue God in a way that will cause you to become even the more strengthened in what you do. Because... To be brought from 
being a drug dealer, being, you know, a murderer, a robber, a thief, a prostitute, sex addicted, pornography addicted, lying, cheating, wherever he brought you from. I really, I really um, appreciate, you know, Michael Todd and his transparency. And he's consistent with it, man. Like, every time I've heard him preach, and when it comes time for the benediction of his service, that he always is transparent and vulnerable to telling the people of God, those that are saved and those that are unsaved, about where God has brought him from. And that takes a lot as a person. It takes a lot as a man of God or even as a woman of God, you know, and I, and I say woman of God because there may be some women of God who have done the same. Um, But it takes a lot to be open about those things but when you realize that it's not for the glory of yourself but this for the glory of God and for the 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 help of someone else to get saved and delivered you push yourself aside and realize that this is going to help somebody Know that if God did it for me, that he can do it for you too. You know, um, there are certain things that I believe, honestly, as believers, we're going to always be tried on. When when we when God has brought us out of something, you're going to be tried on it. Does it mean you you give into it? You you may you may fall. You may you may, you know. Uh, trip up and, and fall back into that God forbid But don't stay there You know don't remain In that Cause God has greater things For you He has greater things that he wants to do Through you And It's it's it it's an honor And a privilege To be chosen By God Out of the millions of people that on this planet earth millions and billions and trillions and zillions of people that God can use for him to choose me or for him to choose you that that's that's an awesome feeling and I just put in the work and when I say put in the work I I, I put myself in a place to make forth, bring forth a change. Because God is worthy of it. He's worthy of all praise. He's worthy of all worship. He's worthy of all honor. He's worthy of all glory. Because when we take from his glory 
we act we really take from ourselves you know um church i i, I recently well not recently recently but church i um used to attend i never did understand at first if in the beginning i didn't understand excuse me um why we would say to god be the glory when it came to you know people like man you saying you did real good and this is that was a good word and da 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 or that was a good you know um and even when it comes to different things in life like people may comment on certain things whether it's um something that you're doing good at you know and it's very it you know that's who deserves the glory because if it wasn't for god i wouldn't be able to do anything that i do i wouldn't be able to sing i wouldn't be able to record this podcast i wouldn't be able to motivate and inspire other people about you know losing weight or my, my weight loss journey or anything anything in life i wouldn't be able to speak to others in the capacity or the way that God allows me to, to to help them to be everything that he called them to be if it wasn't for God. So I say to God, be the glory. We say to God, be the glory because the glory is his. I just I just truly want to thank God for another opportunity to come before you and just just. As you continue to go throughout the remainder of this year and even this week, you know, take the time to sit back and reflect, man, where he brought me from. You know, a lot of times I would I'm reminded of the the older saints, you know, and there's a song, devotional song that that song um, is in those lyrics are in there. Look where he brought me from, you know. Because he did bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know, he he brought you from there. He could have left you there, but he didn't. You know, many people, some people have been locked up, incarcerated by wrongful things or things, decisions that they made that they had to do. But God brought them out of it. And they're better from that. Be mindful of where he brought you from and just keep moving forward. Don't don't look back. Don't look back too long. <laughs> you know, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Cause when we get stuck and stagnant, you know, we become lackadaisical, we become um all focused so I just want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey and as you go throughout this week as you go throughout the remainder of the years we're coming up into December you know um, next holiday we have coming up is Christmas and these are you know this is that time of year where many people have lost loved ones so let us be mindful to keep one another in prayer and to uplift families all across the nation, especially the families that were impacted um, 
on Hogarth Street over in that area from the explosion that took place last Tuesday, just last Tuesday. Um, I was talking to my pastor and one of our deacons and uh, myself, we were discussing about how many families or, or house homes were impacted. And it was uh, just about like a whole block. And, and so let's keep them in prayer and um, wherever we can help, let's be a help and um, let's keep them uplifted and keep the family that, that, that lost their, their child um, in this explosion keep them uplifted in prayer so once again thank you for tuning in to life is a journey and until next time be blessed at the end of the day i want to inspire motivate and encourage you to be all god has for you to be and remember until next time to always live Love, learn, and grow.